0: hi everybody this is todd glass at this point i would usually say hey you're listening to dot 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 but first for some people they might go who the fuck is todd glass so before we roll in the show maybe you could go google me i have three netflix special out my most current one is act happy now you're like all right this guy i don't know who the fuck he is but he sounds like he's done something now it means something i just wanted to let you know that you're listening to Sean and Dave make music. And you know what? You get whatever you want. You want 10 saxophones, you want 30 saxophones, you want drums, you want guitar, whatever you want. You want to be silly, you want to be serious, you do whatever you want to do. Some people go, whoa, this is too long of an opening. I'll decide what's a proper opening. This is still the intro to the show. It's fun. They talk about music, they interview people, and you hear the same, you hear, you know, some shows the same old goddamn questions. This leads to something else. They'll make a song. They'll give you flutes, the trumpets. You Hey, uh, hey, could you do me a favor and uh, make, make some music that you would play if there was a dumb guy walking down the street? Boom, I got it right into my headphones. This is probably too long. I know it's too long because as I'm making it, I'm staring at these guys on the phone and they look like, all right, Todd, we're not going to play this in the whole intro. And I argue it. I say, why can't you play this in the intro? I think I get the crowd ready for you. I really do. I think people are listening. And I say, sit up. This is a show. If this was on HBO, you'd be like, wow. May pretend that it's an HBO. Sit up. Appreciate it. And then the music builds. Of course, I deliver this audience to you with everything we just talked about on the show. I get them ready. I pump them up. It excites them. And all of a sudden, boom, the music crescendos. And that's when you guys roll in the uh, whatever you do after
1: this. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Sean and Dave Make Music. Now that you've taken the time to pause and familiarize yourself with some of Todd's work on YouTube, Netflix, or whatever, I want to just talk a little bit about the different format of this episode and what we've got in store for you today. Now, it could be argued that this is our first non-musical guest, but you'll hear me lay out the opposing argument to that in just a minute. Plus, the show is called Sean and Dave Make Music, and we certainly did that, so we aren't breaking any rules here. Whether you consider Todd a musician or not, he's undeniably a comedic phenom and a joy to work with. I really appreciate Todd's brand of comedy because he seems to value variety and sincerity in equal measure. He pairs that sense of silly, childlike, reckless abandon with attention to detail and craft, and it works. It works in a controlled chaos kind of way that I love. So this episode we talked about Todd's passion for music, his performance style in general, and how he got into ska a few years ago. We'll take a trip down memory lane to listen to and talk about some of the cover songs I made for his podcast over the years. We'll play a musical improv game and then we'll premiere the new piece that we created together for him to play at his future live shows the walk around. And one last quick disclaimer, you're going to hear us use the term ska loosely throughout this episode. If you're a purist, I'm sorry, we usually mean ska punk. But if you're looking to hear some guys talk in depth about what ska is, isn't and might be, go ahead and check out our prior Sean and Dave make music guest Matt Wixen's podcast, The Horn Pod. Not right now, just after the episode, please. All right. Welcome, Todd. We're super excited to have you. I want to uh, first kind of hopefully put you at ease a little bit. I know you're you're kind of stepping out of your comfort zone a little bit, and and I really appreciate that. Um, so I wanted to talk about first a little bit like what my definition of music is. Not really mine. It's the one that I learned in high school, and and I bought it really hard, and uh, it. What I still follow today. So, um, my high school music fundamentals teacher, Lisa Wong, was fantastic. And she taught me that music is the organization of sound and silence. And when I heard that, it kind of blew my mind, but I don't think there's a better definition for it. So, like, yeah, that's that... a
2: good, that's a good, uh...
1: yeah. So, by that definition, what you do on your podcast, on stage, whether you're singing or not, is a hundred percent music comedy is music podcasts is mu- are music it's sometimes some of it's improvising acting is music it, it's got timing it's got rhythm it's organized and it's a way to express yourself so i want you to feel at home here you are uh welcome and we're excited to have you
0: well thank you um, I, i'm excited to do this uh, you guys have obviously written me uh, a few songs on the show And, you know, I gotta admit, I'm very curious, before we started the podcast, we were just talking on the phone, and you said that the the Ska song was not the first song that you sent in.
1: Correct. So let's talk, we might as well talk about our little uh, Meet meet Cute online that we had. The first thing I ever sent you, I sent you under a different name, and that name was Michael Calhoun. Wait, you sent me, and
0: you said you wanted money for, like, the... uh, for, like, didn't you make a joke, like, it's Michael, I, I what what was the, it was something like, you acted like you were him, right?
1: I sent you an entire album of Eggshaker songs. Of Eggshaker songs. And <laughs> because you let- I thought it was him. Right.
0: <laughs> I thought it was actually him. You know, the funny thing about Michael Calhoun is we all think of him, and we have not heard from him. And I know it's a little odd. We never wanted to make it, like, the opposite of misery, where... Now it's me, <laughs> but we all asked, they asked, Hey, if you, cause Michael Calhoun became like, we talked about him on the show and the band that was with me in Pittsburgh. Then he came to Philly and he was just such a, you know, young, excited, and he just full of life. And I met his dad and we put him in the band in Philly. Like I promised him in Pittsburgh, long story short, Michael Calhoun was in the audience one night and, he, and the whole band noticed this, you know, young adult in first year of college is just sitting in the first row, just so full of excitement. I said, Hey, do you want to be in the band? He's he got, he's like, yeah. So we have extra shirts backstage and bow ties. So went backstage. One of the waitresses gave him a shirt, gave him a bow tie, came outside with the band. I said, if you come to Philadelphia, I'll put you in the band there. I didn't know he lived in Philly. One night he just showed up when we were in Philly, put him in the band. And he played he the egg great. shaker, right? He played the egg shake. You're right, and uh, and we had an echo on it. We put, we made it loud. You know, we gave it. I want, and then we we email him, "How you doing? We haven't heard from him." I'm like, I hope he's okay. So but uh but yeah i thought that was him and i thought oh that's really funny because you know like like all of a sudden like he wants to oh look look how many great songs there are with age
3: (laughs)
4: yeah
1: and then i found
0: out it was i think i replied to you and you told me the truth you were like
1: weren't you like to the essence of oh i'm sorry well here's the thing i tried to make it so obvious that i wasn't real michael calhoun I, i made like a fake email address that was like Michael M. Calhoun dot potato salad dot gmail dot com or something like that. So uh, I yes. thought you were going to just get it. And then I heard on the podcast and you were like, Michael sent me this album. And, we, and then you played it. And like, that was, I mean, that was a thrill for me. That was like, my heart was yeah. pumping. I was driving at that point. I pulled my car over so I didn't wreck it. Um, oh. <laughs> and then I emailed you and I was like, Todd, that was not me. That was, that was me. I'm, I'm not Michael Calhoun, but I'm glad you got a kick out of it. And yeah, yada, yeah. yada, yada.
0: It's funny you were, you know I remember like an, an absurd amount of things. Uh, sometimes with just a little memory, you can tell I remember this because mm-hmm. you know by the details of it. And then you and you saying, "Oh, I'm sorry, I thought yeah, we thought it was Michael Calhoun." So we're like, "Oh, he's look, he's funny, you know." Yeah. Uh, so that was the first time. And then the then the time after that was uh, meow meow. Uh, ruff, yes, ruff.
1: yes, I think meow meow. Woof woof. Let's get along. <laughs> Oh, uh, meow, meow, wolf, wolf, let's get along. It's a great uh, classic. Meow,
0: wolf, yeah, yeah, Let's get
4: Meow, meow, let's get
1: meow for just a little behind the music before we get to the rest of the interview. So it was a few years ago and I was just going about my day listening to the Todd Glass show and all of a sudden Todd started talking about how he loves ska and as a true ska nerd my ears of course perk up anytime I hear my genre of choice referenced in popular culture it's especially nice when it's not just the butt of a one line joke like it normally is so now here's one of my favorite comedians saying he loves it and singing this meow meow woof woof song and I have no idea what he's talking about I had never heard this song, and I've heard a lot of ska songs. Um, They chanted the lines on the show, and that was all I had to go off of because nothing came up at all when I googled it, so I just took the chant and used it as the intro and the lyrics to one of the most recognizable and palatable Jamaican songs I could think of, Bob Marley's One Love. I just didn't want to do anything too off the beaten path quite yet. This being a reggae song, though, I had to pick it up and go double time in the second half to make it pass for Ska. I also sampled my dog and cat to help with the vocals. The dog you heard, DOG, is going to be 20 next month, believe it or not. And the cat, Dunk, unfortunately, has passed since then. Uh, But I'm really glad I captured them on this track so they can meow and woof in perpetuity. Okay, back to the interview.
0: The, the songs are always like we get them and we're like can you believe this this is amazing you know yours were great and i had just got into ska so anything yeah, that was ska related i was loving
1: that was going to be one of my other questions for today we'll we'll jump to that how did you get into ska how did that happen it seems like a match made in heaven
0: well it is it's you're you know it's funny you're right like well two things about music you know you know i i try not to be embarrassed, oh, Jesus, who's belching up a storm over there?
1: I just took um, a drink of water.
0: Oh, oh, okay. I wouldn't have cared either way. Okay. But um, uh, to not be embarrassed of your music taste, that it can be all over the gambit. And, and I'm not talking about enjoying something um, ironically, like you're, you're watching. There's comedians that I'll listen to because they're just horrible. And it's never a new comedian. It's never. I would never, ever, ever, ever sit and watch a new comedian and do that. That's that's just you know you know that's mm-hmm. just punching down. You know, yeah. and you never know. New comedians blossom, and yeah, and then you, you instead of being supportive to someone that was new and finding their steps and finding who they are as a comedian, some takes longer, and you're mocking or poking. But seasoned twenty-five year veterans, okay, watch them. Okay, <laughs> I'm not talking about that. That I'm talking about. Sometimes I ask myself, I go, do I like this song ironically um, or do I like it? Do I really like it? Like, am I embarrassed that I like it? So I say I like it ironically. Like Dolly Parton would be a good example. Um, I don't think I'm listening to her ironically. I think there is something enjoyable about a lot of Dolly Parton's songs. They're happy. They're, they're, yeah. she, she's done. Right. For sure. So I don't want to say, oh, it's just like a joke. I'm listening to her. So I have my music taste is all over the place. And uh, I want, I like old crooners and I like to go and check out old, you know, I, I like to see how musicians age. I find that a lot of musicians, their best stuff, if, if they're, you know, in most cases, is really when they're like 45 or 50 years old because they're live and they're still, you know, for musician today at 45 or 50, they don't, you know, you know, you know Bruce Springsteen still looks great, 45 or 50, you know, all these older bands. Uh, you look back at Tom Jones when he was 45 or 50, but they have a presence and their voice has a little bit more in there and their live show. They took their songs and they just rearranged them a little and they just fucking it's just amazing. And I, so think I like part to of, see,
1: I, I think another part of it is like they've had so much success. They don't have anything to prove at that point. They can go up there and have as much fun as they want. And they're also yeah, exactly perfect. confidence. There's yeah. an old
0: legend about Bob Dylan. Do you know that somebody yelled that you suck? I don't think so. And he goes, I don't believe you, which is just (laughs) brilliant. Um, So I like to see how musicians age. Like I like to then go back and check them out, even if they're ones I might never watch. like I never heard of maybe. I learned, like, I didn't really know about a lot of musicians when they were younger. I I knew Elvis when Elvis was his last three years of his life. I didn't know Hmm. Bobby Darin, that he was old when I was young. He was already. So I like to go back. Engelbert Humperdinck, like, and then uh, Paul Anka, like the old, old guys, uh, the old crooners, and uh, see how they age. And sometimes they age well. Sometimes some of them got better. They're like, wow, they're better. But I also like to be aware of new music. I, I, I really like to. I know that new music is great. Um, I know I don't want to turn into somebody that goes, oh, there's no good music anymore. My answer to that always is because you're not out searching for it. Totally. You're not out and you're yeah. not searching for it and even if a song came up that you liked even if you heard the same song that you liked when you were 20 but you just heard it at 50 think about this you might not enjoy it because you have different responsibilities in life what surrounds it is different because yeah. there's a ton of new music there if if you i always tell my brother i say don't say there's no good music anymore you know why because if you're ever around anybody that really knows about new music <laughs> they'll they'll know it's not cuz you've been searching because yeah. if you searched for it and you were aware of what was going on, you would not say that there because there is something for everybody. It's not like you go, well, Todd, it depends what you like, whatever you like. If it was from the 40s or 50s or 60s or 70s, there's someone doing it now. OK, bad, too. <laughs> and also amazing.
1: Yeah. So, I think I think specifically in Scott, like that's. There's been a huge resurgence in the last decade, really, that and there's amazing bands happening right now. Do you remember, like, the first ska band that came across your radar or anything? So,
0: so yeah, so I would go on YouTube and I would go, you know, I, ask, I was seeing my girlfriend, uh, my girlfriend's brother, mm-hmm. uh, my significant <laughs> other. He was, he's a lot younger and uh, I would always say, like, hey, put new bands in front of me. And he knows sort of what I like, you know? And and sometimes it was electronic music. No, granted, maybe I wouldn't like 75, 80% of electronic music, but he showed me the stuff I would like. And I did. I was like, holy shit. And uh, part of that was Ska. Like, you know, I'm trying to think of two years ago, I maybe didn't even know that term. So the first band was Suburban Legends.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, there's so much.
0: I know. Like, and, and first thing I wonder, which I hate that I wonder, are they respected? Not just them, anybody are they respected by other ska artists, the good ones? I want to know. And then I go, well, you like them. But then I go, I don't want to be like someone in comedy, like a, an uncle or an aunt or a cousin of mine that likes just a notorious, just like like Jeff Dunham.
1: <laughs> right, totally. You know,
0: what if you, what if they're the – but so I'm curious. It doesn't mean I can't like them, but I'm curious what, what the really respected people in ska that have been around for a long time that sort of – like comedians that have been around for a long time you're you're judging authenticity is what you tend to judge so uh, So i saw suburban legends then uh we were going to a ska festival up in orange county right on the beach it was called i think it was called back i forget what it was called and the mighty boss were playing and uh before they went up i know i'm going to forget their name but They dressed up as like they all I love the theatrics of it.
1: Oh, was it the Aquabats? Yes. (laughs) Nice. Ah,
0: How the fuck did you figure that out?
1: (laughs) Because when I was in fourth grade, I was I, I got into Scotland when I was in fourth grade and I brought an Aquabats song into music class and it was called The Cat with Two Heads. And everyone at that point knew I was weird The the jig was up.
0: Uh, we, 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 we went to see it live and it was uh, just, it was so much fun. You know, a we were spectacle. just having, the, I was just having the best time. I went, Vinny went, and my other friend and his girlfriend went, they had never really seen a lot of ska music. And it was just like, they were doing bits, you know, they're doing bits. <laughs> they're like, it's like, <laughs> yeah. And, and we noticed the lead singer doesn't always have to even have the best voice, you know, but there's a lot of production. There's a lot of clean, see, my friend, Andy Frasco, he's a musician mm-hmm. and I go, what is it that I don't like when it gets like this? Cause I can get into some like pretty, I mean, good old, like rock and roll, but like if you like Kaleo is, it's as grungy as I like it. It's clean. Then it gets grungy. It's clean. There's and Andy goes, you don't like it when it gets too noodly. Mm-hmm. And I think I knew what he meant. Like when there's too much going on, I, I ah, no, no, it's, I, I, it's, I'm sorry uh 15 so, minute
1: guitar solos and stuff yeah, like that it's just uh, yeah.
0: and, and i'm not saying it's not good exactly it's just not i get lost i get lost you know and um now if somebody does a guitar solo to a song that i know and the they the they, the, the bass player steps forward and does bass for two minutes or the, that that of course i love you know yeah. but um so uh the mighty boss tones were there and you know, speaking of just commanding the stage, like I literally turned to my friend and I, cause when they got to the stage, I went, do you think the other bands aren't allowed to play as loud? Maybe because of <laughs> noise restriction, because the, they were so not scared of the microphone. I, I have no tolerance for being scared of the microphone. Mm. Anybody who's scared of the microphone. Now nah, I don't that guy, I wish you nothing but love and luck, but I, I, if you're scared of the mic. Just get, get unscared of the mic. And they, they took the stage and I liked it there. They put, especially as you get older, thought into what they wore. They had, like, military outfits on, but they weren't. They were just, and, and they they came out, and they, two, three seconds, boom! And you were like, holy shit. Where it's so good, you can't not like it, you know? Yeah. And uh, I do not even know they were, I didn't even know they were, uh, that was ska music, because the, the lead singer of the Mighty Boss Tones, Dickie Barrett, He's the announcer on the Jimmy Kimmel show.
1: Oh, okay. I didn't so know I, that. I
0: cool. used to see him in there all the time, friendly guy, but I didn't know that. So when I saw him up on stage, I was like, holy shit. That's
1: awesome. And
0: um, he got us like, pa- he's the one who got us passes because uh, I found out that he was going to be headlining that. And um, and then from there on, uh, we just recently, um, oh, I'm going to forget their name, but I've been listening to a lot of them lately. Give me some other
1: bands like this. Is it Streetlight Manifesto? Yep. Yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: Wait, ha, I, did I play that on the podcast? Yeah, or, no, yeah, like, yeah. You have you have played them. There's one, the one little. Uh, it's like just a little bumper. It's like da 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 da. That oh, little horn thing. Them? That's Streetlight Manifesto, and you've been playing that. So I was like, "Huh." Todd's getting into Streetlight. Yeah, and I just saw
0: a band live. I should even text somebody. They were great. I just love the audiences that it draws and it draws ha- loving people. And you know, you're, I always say, you're not, a lot of times the performer doesn't realize, I, I look, I think on paper they realize it, but they talk, comedians, radio people, podcast people, musicians, they talk like, oh, audiences today, they'll say. Mm. I notice a lot of comedians will go, the, uh, I go, oh, what about them? Oh, they all hack all that. Oh, you think it's because that's your audience that's your audience a comedy club will say the same thing oh today crowds oh because you put up with it <laughs> it's your you your perception is your reality and um ska music it it just seems like you're not gonna dance around with strangers and be silly like that no one's going meow meow wolf wolf that's a dick <laughs> pretty much you know you're right it's overwhelmingly a, yes <laughs> it's not a bully thing hey boy they don't want and it's just a lot of love, and 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 we just felt it. It's like I felt that way when I went to see Ezra Furman. I, I turned to uh, my friend Steve, and I was like, it, you see, look what this draws. Look at when you sing about when you're not being a, a mean spirit in your songs or an asshole, um, w- when you sing about good things, uh, even if it was back to the days of Bob Dylan when he was singing about, you know, a guy that was in prison wrongfully. I'm not saying you can't have guts and ska is just lighter end of it. But even if you have, even if you're, you know, you, your songs, what, what do you preach, you know? Or is it stupid shit like old songs, which we were breaking down on our podcast last week, you know, proud to be an Okie from a when they're literally bragging about things, you know, we don't burn our draft cards down the thing and we yeah. don't make a party out of love. One of the songs is <laughs> we don't make a party out of love. Like they're mocking that, like oh, the party of love, and they're like, yeah, love. Yeah, we don't, we don't like those hippies in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. So, that's the audience you're gonna get.
1: Yeah, totally. So I think, with ska I think...
0: music, I just love the energy that it, that it, that it, the audience that it brings out. It just, just, just makes you feel so good.
1: Yeah, I think I think you picked up on that. It's really baked in positivity and and unity, and I mean, especially like. Social justice is baked in there, too, and racial equality and, you know, acceptance is a huge theme. Don't for, don't forget to play as you get older. You know, these guys, some of them, the older bands, are probably,
0: you know, everywhere, you know, all, all various of ages. And a lot of times adults stop playing. As you get older, you stop playing. I One night asked my friend uh, Duncan, I said, I don't want to call that audience dumb or stupid. That's lazy. They weren't dumb. They weren't stupid. I, I can be better than that. I said analytically tell me what why they didn't get into my act be honest like he goes i don't think they have a, a reckless abandon uh you know a, a, a childlike wonder mm-hmm. some people as they get older they don't play like little kids play that's all they do is play and if you're lucky that whatever you do in life it doesn't knock that out of you yeah. you still play that's why bullies aren't gonna play no bully's gonna be like meow meow wolf wolf <laughs> you know so we talk
1: yeah, yeah. I was gonna say we talk about that on the podcast all the time. We talk about playing music, but like you don't think of it like playing. If you're sitting, standing up there on a stage wearing a tuxedo and you're playing a concerto or whatever, like it doesn't feel like it's play. But we try to get to that space where playing music is actually playing. And-
0: yeah, yeah. It's a, it's good. It's healthy to do. So that was a long answer, but yeah, that was the first <laughs> uh, little bit of ska that I uh, that I that I started. Now, now I cool. probably have. Ten bands I like, I can't think of the names of. I know, of course, I like other music, but that was totally. just in the last two years I learned about it.
1: Here's another one of those ska tracks I sent to Todd a while back. This is one I made for Pete Holmes because I knew he was going to be a guest on the show, and I'm a big fan of his work as well. I remember that he mentioned loving Operation Ivy on his podcast because of the ears perking up thing, remember? Perk it up, perk it up. So I set it to the tune of one of their songs, Smiling. Here's a clip from when Todd played it for Pete on his show.
4: show making it weird on the tagline show this week I'm douglas Ruiz. oh my god be. what is life what happens when we're dead The will with a rumbass but in a little shadow sweat p holmes is a terrible guest to waste give him a substitute till he goes blue in the face if he wants to he can always run from the bit but i think he'll keep it crispy and say let's get to it smiling cause the holmes is on the Show. Watch crushing on Sundays 1030 on HBO. Having him on top I'm sure will be pure joy I couldn't be more thrilled because Beanie is my homeboy Pete Holmes is a terrible guest to waste Give him biscuit due to goes blue in the face If he wants to, he can always run from the bit But I think he'll keep it crispy and say, let's get into it I'm smiling cause Pete Holmes is on
3: the
4: Smiling show. cause Pete Holmes is on the <laughs> Smiling cause Pete
5: Holmes is on the <laughs> I can't believe it. Even the song is a reference. I love Operation Ivy. That was awesome. That was That was the best thing I've ever heard. Who played that?
1: So let's go back a little bit in time. How did your music tastes kind of develop and evolve? Did you grab onto what your parents were listening to? Did you reject what your parents were listening to? Good good question, you know. I didn't really get into music. I always I always
0: even when I was younger liked like old crooners there was something about the showmanship that i liked, mm-hmm. but my parents the the records that i specifically remember them having back when i was in second and third grade or second grade uh was um they had johnny cash they had the uh abbey road the beatles album where they were walking across
2: the street mm-hmm.
0: uh they had uh, a johnny cash album they had a uh, uh um oh david bowie and uh, nielsen schmielsen uh and uh, uh, some other good stuff. And it wasn't until, like, five years ago where I was thinking, oh, I go, Mom, you, had like, you guys had a good taste in music. You and Dad were listening to a lot of good music. But I never... I just listened to what was ever on. And that's why, like, when YouTube became popular... Hmm. And again, I feel like, for me, no matter what I talk about, all things lead back to people complaining about today. Oh, today there's no good music. Not only... Is there good music today? But because of modern technology, and it's like, I get angry. I'm not really angry, but maybe it's half angry. Anyone <laughs> goes, oh, complaining about, complaining about. And before you complain about technology today, the music you love so much, nobody would fucking hear it if it wasn't for modern technology. Read, di- you know, digitally remastered. And young kids, the thing about young kids, they know what's good now. And they are not mad at adults. They're not really mad at adults. And, you, you know, it's not what they say. It's their actions. They love knowing about today's music and also learning about older music. They love it. They love to find old music. They don't do it begrudgingly. You don't have to put it in front of them and go, "Uh, listen, I know it's from 30 years ago, but give it a chance like we'd have to do to them that they find it and they share it with their friends. They love it so much. They want to listen to it exactly how you listen to it. That's why records they're like, oh, records that became romantic or some cases tape, Mm -hmm. you know, tapes. Yeah, so.
1: And I think that Um, even informs what the what the new music is listening to and gives them context for like it does, you know, the new bands. Oh, they they kind of took some sound from from these guys, but these guys were doing it differently.
0: Right, right. So if you're not mad. So so um, so I didn't really pay attention to music until when YouTube became popular. We would sit around in the living room. And again, this is something, you know, people talk about, oh, remember the day, remember the day what about that we sit around our living room when there's like four or five people over here. And sometimes some of them are 45, 50, some of them are 21 or 22. That's the way it is when you hang out with comedians Mm -hmm. and put some new bands up. And I started see, I always said I knew there was new good music because I knew there was. (laughs) You you don't have to know by listening to it. You just figure, okay, the 50s, they thought the 40s was bad. The 60s, they thought the 50s was bad. The 70s thought the 60s was bad. The 80s thought the 90s was bad. 2000, they say, remember the 90s. 2020, they go, remember 1999. So there's a pattern of there will always be great music. There's a lot of shit, but there'll be a lot. of. So what are the odds? But it stopped. In 2015, that's when, so I just said it and I was glad I said it because I didn't, people go, oh, why? You listen to a lot of good music? No, I just know because of stats. And I said it just to say it. But then when I started to really hear it, I was like, got re-energized. Even though I said it, I wasn't really aware of that much new music. I just said it like, I, you know, like, oh, I'm sure there's good new music. We just don't know where to listen to it. And uh, we started going around. And just finding new bands like, uh, you know, like uh, whether it's Orville Peck uh, or whether it's, you know, like we said a minute ago, we talked about. Um, uh, uh, oh, I am I just said Street, their name. Uh, we Street went Life. to see them live and they and uh, Ezra Furman. Oh, yeah. Or whether it's uh, oh, I'm trying to think he's like a country artist, but he's like rock and roll, too, like he was on snl he fucking killed it on snl a little while as a little while ago
1: i hate that i can't think of his name you want to see if you can think of it i don't know if it's not Scott. i'm not gonna be able to
0: guess it it's he's country but he doesn't (laughs) seem like country he's
1: uh Hmm. ah it's not like no i don't know No, I'm not even going to throw a guess out there. Yeah, okay. So, uh, you know,
0: and there's, of course, a lot of bands. Or when I felt like Mac DeMarco, I was like, I just stumbled upon Mac DeMarco. I don't feel like all his stuff, but I started to like him. And one night my friend showed us uh, a band called um, uh, 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 Oxygen, uh, something Oxygen. Uh, uh, So so I just started to, and that was about maybe six, seven years, six years ago, five years ago. I started to really be aware of new music and want to go see, you know, music live and, and check out new bands live.
1: That's really cool. That's not the answer. Ex- Sergio ans- Simpson. Oh, OK. That's not yeah. the answer I was expecting. I was expecting you to say, like, music has always been a huge part of my life and a passion of mine. I think that's that's cool.
0: Uh, yeah, I like the theater before then, before five, six years ago, it was just like I liked the showmanship of music. Like I like the when they walk to the stage like that i always appreciated like the what the like when i used to work at this place called the valley forge music fair and it was a 3000 seat in the round um place to go see music i can ima- now i totally appreciate it What an awesome place to go see a show because when you're 3000 in the round you're the same size as 1500 you're the intimacy of 15 mm. 3000 but it's in a because it's all around 1500 on ones Circle 1500 on the other side, performer in the middle. And I used to love, even if I like they were older to me then, and I was 18 and I'm not, you know, your age, but it was like old, like Tom Jones would come through. uh, I can't, you know, that era, Engelbert Humperdinck. And I liked watching their showmanship. And I remember... Like, I didn't really know of Frank Sinatra. I did not like him then, but I didn't really like him. I just didn't. But I remember, and this affects me on how I want to run my show a lot. Music has a lot to do with that. I remember 3,000 seat in the round, and they went, ladies and gentlemen, good evening, and welcome to an evening with Frank Sinatra with the John Coral Orchestra. And the house went dark, just dark. (laughs) And then the tiffany, the tiffany, tiffany,
5: tiffany, tiffany, yeah.
0: And then all the spotlights were all over, just everywhere. figure eight in the crowd, everywhere. And it was, the tippany was loud. It was like, (laughs) it came out everywhere. I said, when when sounds good, it's everywhere. It's not coming from those speakers when it's done right. Oh, look, it's coming from there and there. No, it's like a trumpet. It fills the room. It's in every nook and cranny. That's how that tip, it was big. And then they go, ladies and gentlemen, Frank Sinatra. And all the spotlights met. Not where the performer usually comes out of. They usually come from underneath. And then right onto the stage, mm. he came through the audience. And all the spotlights were, and then, foom, all of them hit him. So with this clean circle light, he came down. And it was pretty powerful. And I was like, wow, I love that. Just the opening, he hasn't even sang yet. So that definitely affected me. And watching like Don Rickles with his band, and uh, so that, that the showmanship of it, I
2: always liked
5: very cool uh or yeah uh todd have you ever done like because um your style is very much in that vein like clearly you're inspired by the old like vegas act kind of big big stuff all all of your performances that i've ever seen have been like in a cabaret setting like smaller up close where you can be right with the people at a short distance like uh have you done uh shows in like vegas or in atlantic city in in a wider like a bigger space. And if so, did you like it? Or did you find that it was too big or how, how did that work with you and the band?
0: Well, good question. You know, I've never, I've opened up, obviously I'm at, you know, where I'm at in my career is I work usually comedy clubs, you know, I'll go in and do like six, seven shows at a comedy club for four days, you know, and then I'll go to another comedy club, you know, and then I'll work, you know, whatever, you know, usually do like five, six shows at that one club, usually around 250 seats 3 300 seats and that's sort of so I don't and if I do a theater it's a small like you know 250 seat theater but when I open up for acts I mean I I've, I've opened up for Jim Gaffigan at at uh at the Madison Square Garden and and uh you know <laughs> toured with like uh what well, the, the thing about that was the what what was fun about that the audience was even in Madison Square Garden talk about you know you get the audience you know, when I opened up for him there and and the audience was it was amazing with that many people. I still wouldn't want to do it if you didn't need the money. It's like <laughs> a trophy for comedians. A lot of comedians, they do it one time. That's it's not where comedy should be performed. But I get it. But his audience, they were they were so attentive. I mean, it was well run. And so um, I'm sorry. So so for those audiences, um, Yes, I played to bigger crowds, but it's funny you ask that because I have not done the band Mm -hmm. in front of a big audience like that, and I really want to. And I think when this ends, you know, as long as I spend the money, because, you know, they're not going on to pay for, like, a three-piece band, but I don't care. I'll take money, whatever I get, and I would love. And, you know, certain uh, performers don't mind what you do ahead of them. Others, out of respect, I... Like, I wouldn't want to open up for Jim Gaffigan with a band because it's just he's mellow and it's not right for him. And I when I take those dates, he never tells me what to do. But I want to set the table right for him. Or when I open up for David Spade, I want to set the table right for them. That doesn't mean do a bad job. It just means I don't need to prove anything. I don't need to go out there and prove. I just do a great job. But there'd be certain acts that I know, like Patton Oswalt, that would go, oh, I don't do the band. I would love it. And I've done that for him in L.A., but that's like a 300-seat theater. And it is fun because you're on a proper stage and the curtains open and the band's there and they all come out. And uh, so uh, it, it would be fun for me to get to do that in front of like a 3,000-seat room. It would be yeah. I, I it's something I really would like to do next year if I have any, uh, any, you know, if I can make that happen.
1: Yeah, very cool. Um So then just while we're still sort of in your formative years thinking about that, did you have, when you were younger, like in school, did you have either the opportunity or the desire to like either play an instrument in band or sing in chorus or anything like that? You know, I did. not I had a great
0: music teacher. He was so fun. His name was Mr. Castle and he was larger than life and he, we, he pushed the piano from room to room because they didn't have, a you know, a music room, to, mm-hmm. to, you know, unless you were in the band. Yeah. So he pushed the, you know, the kids would push it for him, you know, like he'd get three kids. They'd all push it to the next room. And mm-hmm. he was great. But I didn't, you know, I have very I don't have a lot of rhythm. I, I really don't. And, and, you know, people always like to say, oh, you have rhythm. don't just say it. it's like saying if I, some, you can't be good at everything. And I don't have a lot of rhythm.
1: Well, what I'm um, going to what I am going to say, I'm going to jump in there and say that I'm not going to put that on you and say you have rhythm but i'm gonna say rhythm rhythm is something that can be gained and gotten better well it's funny you
0: say that because i know like you'll know i'm not being modest because the way i'll say it so yeah there's times when i have a three-piece band and they know me and they can follow me and fill in for some of my mistakes and they follow me like one time i heard john the band goes what key does he sing in?" And I heard John tell the other guys in the band, like, oh, he doesn't sing in any key. We just (laughs) follow him, whatever key he's singing in. There's times when I hit the note, you know, there's times when I'm like, holy shit. And then the band comes in or, you know, I learned. So. So I wanted music lessons, but I need someone that's going to split the difference between, you know, me, 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 me and that stuff and teaching me tricks like. I mean, I've learned a lot of tricks from the crooners. I've learned mm-hmm. that you can hit a note and then just stop the band. It gives you a chance to take a breath. And then the trumpets come in and mm-hmm. then you just, you know what I mean? There's little tricks. Totally. And I watch old crooners. They still have their voice. They still have a voice. You can only fake it so much, but they move the mic away. So if they, you know, if it takes them a, a second to find the note that, it's missed and as they get the note you know oh and then they come in with a little closer and it it hides that so yeah yeah i i, I never i i don't have rhythm when it comes to sports like i think mm-hmm. it ties together like i i'm not good at catching stuff and you can't deny that like mm-hmm. if somebody goes hey todd three you know throw me the you know certain people can just sit there and they're like they just have you know they're coordinated they're like or they throw them their keys they put their hand out they don't even look they're like oh yeah and then they're off to something else you know yeah they're like, hey, give me that. Okay, cool. Hey, you want to go to the mall later? They're like, wait, you how'd you uh, me? It's like, okay, I got it. Hold on. Uh, oh, look, I caught it. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I think that rubs off on. I mean, i I try to clap along, and it's. There's no doubt about it. It's hard.
1: Okay, it's well, hard. Well, so, here's here's my piece. Uh, or were you going to continue? No, no, no. I was going to say like, I think there's. So much fun to be had in both or either one, like singing lessons or a chorus. Like if you were to after COVID-19, obviously it clears up. If you were to go out and find like a community men's chorus to sing into, if sing in, if the director's great, I mean it would be a blast I would never for want you, to. I bet. You would never want to. Why not? Because it's it would be boring for me, I think, because
0: I
5: I could see a like clown that would talk during rehearsal. <laughs>
0: no, I would I, I would <laughs> I, I would be respectful because that's I because I because I would not want to go into someone's art and be disrespectful. So if I was going to go, I would go and of course and you meet probably awesome people and you make friends and but it's too much order for me. Like the thing about comedy and what I do, there, there's disarray, there's there's order within it. But I just rehearsals, and it would be too much for me. But I, but I'll tell you what I would like when this pandemic's over is to put a maybe maybe uh, she plays an instrument also, but to put someone in my band, even if it's for a week and try it out, that can do backup vocals. Mm. Yeah, and that could really help you because you get someone else like that takes you know helps you out when you can't hit a note they take it you know yeah um, but. I would love to have backup vocals.
1: The other thing I was going to say, like, if you if you did put like, you've got so many pieces of the puzzle of, you know, like being able to to really croon like the crooners. You've got the tone. I feel like you've got that bravado. You've got the presence. Uh, and I feel like you, uh, you honestly, you've got a good sense of pitch as well. Just from hearing yeah. you fake it on the show, you can you fly can hit
0: me to the moon. I want to buy da da, da, da. The problem with songs I've said before it's the words. <laughs> I can't remember the words. So if I just go blah 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 then I could maybe get by.
1: So here's my idea for for a bit that maybe will be so good that it will entice you into wanting to, you know, like either practice or get some singing lessons or something. So I think it would be really funny if you had, you know, a running bit where maybe three or four times throughout the throughout your set, you just go like go into a classic, fantastic song and you kill it and you nail it. And you're really getting in there. And then halfway through, you just say, ah, just cut it. And then just like, "Ah, I don't want to do this. And then Wait. and then at the very end, you string all those big finishes together and then just like nail all the l- last endings to each one of those songs. And it'll be really satisfying at the end.
0: You know, that's that's pretty good. That's very that's a, a good idea. And also to, to let you know how much we think the same I th- in the same area. You, you were you at Philly the last time I was there?
1: Not the last time. I think it was the second last time that you were in Philly.
0: Because I started a bit where. You know who Jimmy? He's a very famous comedian in like you know like overseas. Jimmy, uh, black hair. Um, hmm. Jimmy Carr. Jimmy. Oh yeah, yeah is, Jimmy. He, mm-hmm. is it Jimmy Carr? I think so. I've heard the name. He said, "Look, Ridiculous. people would know what you do." He goes, "But you should bill yourself as a singer." He goes, "But but you know and and then the thing is you you never get to the song so you're like." So, out of, you know, fly me to the moon. I want to play. And then the bat I'm down and you take. I go, stop. I go, And then I just do 20 minutes of comedy. Exactly. And, I, yeah. and then out of nowhere. So I didn't commit that much to that. But yet what I started doing in my act, you know, I do that bit where I go entertainers. Singers can tell shitty jokes because then they just come in with their hit song. So they tell a joke, whatever it is. I don't got to bore the listening audience right now. But, you know, that banter in between songs, blah, 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 blah punchline. And then bam, bam, banana, their hit song starts playing by a 20-piece orchestra. So you don't have to <laughs> wait for So we've been doing that in the show. Uh, just out of nowhere, boom, we come in with a song. And I sing like a line of it, you know, or maybe even six words, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like your idea. Uh, it would take a little work, but I think I could I think I think could do it. You, know? you could pull it off. I, I, by the way, I knew younger one thing that I definitely liked, and I always loved it, and I, you know, I don't even know how to say it then, but I like when songs stopped and started again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just love it. And when when I found out that James Brown was the first person, like that's so weird to even hear that was the first person to have everybody in the band do a hit.
1: Hmm.
0: Uh, you, do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Oh, it's I, good. I didn't know that that was his thing originally. Yeah,
0: you know, like when the band goes like. You know, and everybody wow. in the band goes bump, 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 bump. But it's everybody, drums, guitar, yeah. whatever instrument you are. Bump, 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 bump. He was the first person to do that. And I, mm-hmm. I love that. And uh, just, uh, I don't know why. I, was like, I didn't even know the song. I didn't even care what song it was. But I was like, oh, this is a song where it stops <clears throat> and starts again. <laughs> I always, always loved those. Nice. nice. You
5: could have endless fun with just being like, give me five. Pop, 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 pop. give me three. Well, <laughs> pop, pop,
0: pop. I mean, how much fun, when I, you know, when I first went and saw Andy Frasco live, all my friends are going, Todd, he's like a he's like a you, like, he said, what the fuck, give me 25 hits to his band, then they go, <laughs> pop, 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 and I'm like, oh, I was so jealous, they're like, Todd, my friend goes, Todd, how fucking jealous are you right now? I go, don't even get me started.
1: <laughs> That's amazing. Oh. Is there a specific, um, like, time that you have set aside to listen to music do you is it like when you listen to music or let's say like what do you listen to more of on a on an average like podcasts or comedy or music if you're driving or working out or whatever
0: that's a good question well at least i think it's a good question um because i've not been asked it but uh on the treadmill now elliptical so mm-hmm. usually it used to be at the gym, but now I put my podcast studio is behind my house. So now mm-hmm. I just put it one in there because of the pandemic. And um, the thing uh, I used to use my headsets and that was nice. But because I'm in the studio now and I could put it through the system, you know, the put it through the house.
1: Yeah. That'll really pump you up.
0: It, it's it's a different type of energy. And you're not afraid to move because you're you know, I get self-conscious when people are around me to like, you know, if you're, you see people doing that, you're always like, all right. But good for them for being comfortable but i but in the studio and i but but nevertheless even when i was doing it at the gym with my headsets versus now here uh that is my time and mostly it is listening to uh music that now i get ready for two things one when we're playing roulette in the living room when you know before the pandemic or now we do it on facetime Mm. um and i look for music for there cuz i like i i don't want it, when it my turn not to have something new so i'll I'll search around and it's either could like i said it's either brand new or it's either just that or really old crooners like sometimes I, oh my, what i like to do on the treadmill a lot is take a song i like and then put in cover mm-hmm. you know we, it could be the weirdest song it could be like um uh uh oh she's uh probably like 80 now and still has it uh oh shit not not aretha franklin i know she died uh um oh i'm gonna think of it when oh what was her name she was big heels keep on turning oh tina tina turner turner yeah so she has a song and uh it's um uh it's like uh you know, uh, when I was a little girl, my mommy bought me a rag doll. You know, it's like, I forget the name of the song. What, what is it called? It's Can you just put, like, drop in right now? Not now for real, but later. 20 yeah. seconds for people to hear. Yep.
3: When I was a little girl, I had a rag doll. Only doll, I've ever wrong. Now I love you just
0: we're on the other side look at you you remembered to drop it in that song right there (laughs) i I put in cover sometimes i want to hear it different i'll put male cover or the other way around if it's typically a male song and i'll listen to 15 covers and find some really cool it's either really cool because it's great or sometimes it's like not great but it's adorable you know it's like maybe someone doing karaoke but it's good enough and uh so that's an uh,
1: awesome way to discover new music. I've never thought about approaching it that way.
0: Yeah, and then sometimes you find out the artist that's doing a cover. That's how I found Kaleo. Am I saying that right, or do you know who they are? I don't know who that
1: is, no. Uh...
0: Oh, it's, it's a band. They're from Iceland. And that's why, when I first saw them, like I said, all roads lead back to older people complaining about today. Whatever it is, comedy, social etiquette, I'm, ever, all things lead back, and I, I'm aware of it, but here we go. Um, when I saw them, I went, see you know what if you're 75 years old and you liked whoever let's say chuck berry that was your thing or any of those Mm -hmm. type of artists you have to be furious at just anything young because (laughs) you should like kaleo you don't have to like all their stuff but if chuck berry would do some of their songs you know that's Mm -hmm. what i mean they look different they're not older but if you could get past that you would like them and i remember thinking that when i heard a few of their songs but i found them because they did a cover of a like a of a frank sinatra um not frank sinatra his daughter uh, nancy sinatra uh, it's called i think bang bang
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: okay and it's called bang bang and they did a cover of it and they, they they did a great job and then i try to play that stuff on the podcast mostly i look for intro music for my show like my live shows mm-hmm. i try to find like like I, I mostly like to watch live performances and then I'll watch them. Like I said, I'll watch them when they first started. If I'm aware who they are, then I don't need to do that. But uh, I go, I want to see them in like 75 or see them in 1990 and then watch them, you know, try to find newer performances as, and see how they're mm-hmm. and, uh, and learn a lot about, you know, they're, they're That's when I get the showmanship and that's why like Wayne Newton, like, I always say, be careful. I know I'm going long here. I'm sorry. You're fine. You're fine. Be careful <laughs> what you mock, because would you care if your favorite three artists had respect? Like I'm sure there's some, not all young people, but let's say young, some young people wrote off Tom Jones. Would it bother you that you wrote him off just because you wrote him off? You, you didn't, you didn't see him, you didn't hear him, and the and the way to sort of say that to someone is because we can all grow, we can all grow and and learn not to to, to judge music by, is if three of your favorite musicians, right, you name them, the person what if you found out they were like, oh, of course you respect Tom Jones. Tom Jones is fucking Tom Jones all over the gamut. Electric, you know, electronic music or some ska band or some heavy metal band. If you found out that whatever you like, the best of the best in that category, the ones you, so that's what I try to think of, like, don't write somebody off, you know. Uh, so when I first saw Wayne Newton, all I heard about was Wayne Newton when I was growing up. Mm. Oh, you see his live show. And then I started to watch Wayne Newton about three years ago. And he is cheesy. He is cheesy. But the show is so fucking tight that I you know, know what else happens? is fucking
1: great. Cheese. Cheese. <laughs> yeah. Cheese is great. <laughs> <laughs> they say cheesy like it's a bad well, thing.
0: You know what? <laughs> to a certain level you know maybe that's <laughs> maybe you're right maybe it's like you have to have something around it
1: yeah but, it's indulgent if it's just cheese but a little bit of cheesiness can go a long way sometimes can, a
0: little bit and 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 if there's something around it so like i'm curious as fuck now if you asked five musicians like whoever they were that you like i want to know what they think of wayne newton not the Wayne newton today they could go oh, he's crazy but that That 19 sort of 75 to 1990 Wayne Newton, because I see I saw his show online and we watched it one night. We committed. We watched an hour. and We're like, what happens is you go in. Yeah, it's Wayne Newton. And you're like, you know, you're like and then you go, no, I'm not saying he's bad. And then 20 minutes later, he will fucking break you. I don't care who the (laughs) hell you are. And uh, and now he is horrible. He did oh. not age great. Oh. Anyway, I went off tangent. Well, I think I um, I think I
1: think, it, I think it's interesting, um, you know, your fascination with that. And it, is it... Where does that come from? I think it comes from wanting to continue to be a great performer and continue to get better. So you're trying to, like, see what went right and what went wrong. That makes total sense. Okay, thank, hey, by the way, thank you for saving my boring-ass uh, comment. You <laughs> pulled it all together nicely
0: for me. And you're right, and it's watching... Because they get better at their intros. You know, like they get better at uh, the lighting. Like, you know, like I've noticed uh, I went to see uh, when I went to see. uh, I forget who the band was, but they were they were doing a show here in L.A. I noticed whenever they put the spotlight on the audience, it was gelled. Mm. And I thought, oh, I put those (laughs) spotlights on the audience. I gelled them. I'm like, of course, people don't want a bright light in their eyes. So or the intro, how often the house goes dark. I like to create. When people come to my show, I have the walk-in music in the lobby picked. I didn't always do this. In the lobby, I control the lighting. It's it's not a big deal to control the lighting. It means, "Hey, can we lower the lights?" Usually, it's about 30%. We'd still have to people have to see the music mm-hmm. at the bar. No words. I don't want I just it, it, words aren't bad, but I just go you know, they're talking. Let it be just clean and find really cool songs to the music that's played as they're sitting in the show, the minute the doors open to the showroom, the lighting in there, the, when the band takes the stage, I like every single thing to be like flicker the house lights. Nobody does it at a comedy club, but you know what? When it's five minutes to show time, blink the lights. Just get people ready, you know. So yeah. I think you know. Like- I saw uh, um, uh, the Killers, and they they had a line. I'm I'm stealing it, you know, and I'll tell everybody I stole it. But it goes, hey, we know you had a, the pre announcement when. Hey, everybody, uh, we know you had a lot of choices here tonight, and you gambled on us, and uh, I think it's about to pay off for you. I was like, that's wow, great. that's some balls, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I think, anyway. Um, just briefly going back to Wayne Newton and, like, you know, where he went wrong, it, it, maybe it was his attention to detail. Maybe he took it for granted that he's established and, you know, can blow the doors off any place, and his success is going to be around forever. But if you, you know what? if you sit back and rest on your laurels... You might go that way. Well,
0: here's it's sadder than you think. And I don't mind saying it because we're not in his circles. But it's 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 also sad. I You know, vanity can get the best of us. But two reasons. One, first of all, politically and socially that that I wouldn't enjoy him no matter what he did. But I could still go. Oh, his show's good. But I found that he, he's a Trump supporter, which he is. Yikes. So just for that alone. But yeah. s- take that <laughs> off the table. and Pretend he loves Bernie Sanders. Um, he the best Wayne Newton that I like is the one 1990 and I, it's odd that it's my favorite. And I'll tell you why he lost his voice, but he still, I remember then people go and he lost his voice, but the show's still great. And it was, he lost his voice. And, but the show he managed, watch if you, you will be obsessed. I'll even, if you remember to email me, I'll send you the one that when he was at his best. And then when he lost his voice, he shaved his mustache off that year hmm. said he didn't want to become a parody of himself. His voice is pretty much gone, but he's still fucking he knows what he's doing. He has the 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 million tricks, you know, the, the trumpets go in for the clothes, the the songs he picks. Now, because of unsadly um, sadly, facelifts I think had a lot mm. to do with it. I think his voice went, but I think also too many facelifts are also impeding his the way he talks. And it's just hard to it's hard to even watch. It's it's mostly sad.
1: Yeah, that is sad. So it's mostly th- sad. I think it's time to uh, transition and get to the uh, get to the piece that we started yeah. for you. I'll say we started for you because it might not be finished. Um, so what we have what we have to show you. I'm just gonna like screen share the sound um, is a mock up of the piece that I came up with. I spearheaded this one because Dave has been—he uh, just started his college teaching semester, so he's he's filled in some bass and did some help me out with some harmonies and stuff like that. But, thank you, um, Dave. Thank you, Dave. Seriously, is this—is this? Is this we, what do we talk about? An intro song? So we're something? talking about a, a potential intro song. I'm not going right. to take it for granted that you're going to use this, but I really tried. Oh to... no! I'll
0: find a place for it, no matter where. <laughs> All you right.
1: Know. I, I hope you enjoy it and I, I wanna just say like, first of all, what you the the input that you gave me to go for. So you said you want it to be kind of like the Conan theme, the old Conan theme. Um, which is like a really fast kind of peppy like sort of complex jazz piece. Isn't that the new one? The bum 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 bum. Isn't that the new one when he moved over? You play. Uh, you played it on on one episode. It was. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it that, starts yeah. with like a bait like a drum and a bass line, I think. Yeah. And then yeah, like so I was pretty sure that was the right one. And then um, you said you wanted the starts and the stops like James Brown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we got some of those in there, the hits, and um, and we were gonna throw a little Scott in there because why not? You want to hear something? I did not even know that you were going to have anything ready today. Well, you're in for a treat then.
0: I know. I am in <laughs> for a treat. Ready. So <laughs> I hope it... Oh, I want to hear it loud. I almost want to go into my studio and put it into my system there. But that would
1: take... Uh, I'll I'll do it later. Yeah, do it later. Yeah. Um. So the... So I, you know, in addition to that, I, I've listened to you talk for hours and hours and hours on your podcast. So I was trying to kind of encapsulate a little bit of the essence of Todd within this piece. I wanted it to, wanted it to be, you know, catchy and a little bit repetitive, but also complex at the same time. I love um, it. Some of the words I was thinking of were energetic, haphazard, joyful, deep, mysterious, confident, and silly. I love it. So those were my jumping off points. So let's see.
0: If I, uh, for some reason, can't hear it, I realized it would, I would walk into the living room and I would plug it in out here. But I think it should be
1: pretty okay. good. Yeah, just like if 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 you can't hear it and I can't hear you talking, then just wave or something. But okay. I, think it should, I think it should be fine. Uh... So you teach
0: college or you're starting?
5: Uh, yeah, teaching. I've been cool. uh, t- uh, do you know you are? It's, it's uh downtown yeah, yeah. so I, i've been teaching there i used to do uh teach community college and now i'm, I'm over there and then online uh now? yeah I'm remote right now thankfully yeah. remote yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and then just like a billion peewees like I, it used to be in-home lessons but now it's remote thankfully but um, yeah lots of piano and guitar and drum lessons <laughs> oh cool cool how yeah. many private students do you have right now dave uh ballpark 20 somewhere okay. around there i, I yeah. usually have a floating cool. roster between 20 and 25 somewhere around there nice i think you I'm know like... what we should do what
0: i'm gonna put you on record when helium when i get to do my first live show we should up the band a little and put like one of you you know you guys in the band somehow uh i'm uh, on board uh, i think it could uh, be really cool yeah.
5: that'd be
1: yeah, fun for sure <laughs>
2: so Uh, okay so
1: i'm gonna play something else just to test it to make sure you can hear the sound and that the volume is right because i don't want to give it away if it's not if it's not
0: okay okay right
1: so look at you i'm gonna play you're so uh...
0: smart you're so smart
1: (laughs) thanks buddy uh, I'm going to play the uh, little the last little streetlight cover that I sent you, the Christina She Don't Know I Exist, Nicolipa one for just a just a moment.
0: Oh, how the fuck did we play the fuck out of that or not?
1: You did play. You did indeed play the fuck out of that. We with <laughs> so line, much fun.
0: The line would make us smile every time was we'll have a story or
1: three. And then the grandmother. Woo. Woo. <laughs> well, it worked so, so perfectly because that that is in the original song it just lined up with that line perfectly and like it was just it just worked out
0: oh it was great it's just so uh, he loved it i would call him just to play it but (laughs) i didn't even want to talk to him
1: (laughs) all right so here's that uh we we might as well let the whole thing play and then it'll just be on the show and that's okay um and then let me know how the balance goes it's not long it's it's 44 seconds so let's see how this goes
4: And hear about his grandma or mom Nick Leepa,
0: Nick Leepa He's always got a story or three So listen up and he'll tell us one While Tom goes outside and takes a pee How's the volume? Something so funny also about story or three It's just like he's always got a story or three
1: Well, I was setting up the rhyme for pee that's why it's story or three. Oh, that's so funny.
0: And I didn't even see it. Yeah. They, it just, that's it just takes a while to get there. That I, that I do. It doesn't matter. I'm talking. We're doing a podcast. We get to talk about that later. So go ahead.
1: Okay. Uh, volume was good, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to want to hear it louder, but I'll wait. Maybe we could. Maybe I we can, can make send it to as- the file.
1: Yeah, oh I'll absolutely you file. I can I can make it a little bit louder. But but here's what like I want you to listen critically too and think like if there are this is not the finished copy. So if there are okay. things that you know
0: You're making me comfortable to 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 say a few totally, things because yes, that's yes. the show. That that's a good um, thank you for reminding me because you you it's that's the that's part of the show that we build a song together.
1: Totally. So yeah, this you're is, right. I I
0: would a- not normally if you sent me a song went well, what about if you put more trumpets in it? You know, right. I would just be happy. But in this case, that's what's also very fun about this for me, because uh, you do the most of the work, and I get to just go, oh, let's, you know, whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know.
1: Yeah, so if it's like, oh, I don't like that one melody there, or even if it's a specific, because yeah. I don't like that one note there, um, that's something Wanna you do can Want to do a change. bit real quick? Yep.
0: <laughs> go to play it, but then take my take my order, and then here's the bit. Ah, oh, no, 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 no. No, <laughs> what am I a fucking circus freak? Start <laughs> all over. All I...
1: that was the bit. From like, the top. From God. the <laughs> Um so the other thing I was going to say before the bit happened was like there's a there's there are basically two sections to this piece. The form if we want to get technical is ABA prime. Um for that's for all you music theory fans out there. Um <laughs> <laughs> so there, there could also ease. We could easily make a cut where we just like make a shorter version of this, cut the middle section out of it, and just do like the beginning and then the big finish. Okay. And don't feel like you need to get all the specifics down right now. We can, we can go back right. and forth. It's gonna be a, while, a little while till this episode comes out, so we mm-hmm. you can send me notes as you get, as you think of them, and uh, we can make changes as we go you
0: know, i'm a little upset you guys my hair is really completely different nobody even commented on it i said it looked good when we started nah, Not, it was i usually podcast, go back but... with oh. it up gelled oh. up now well you and i can
1: i can extend it even lower if i want i see that your lighting what your lighting was your ambiance was too good so i oh. couldn't i couldn't <laughs> notice your hair oh. sorry oh, no. i am excited of-
0: to hear this oh. song so i'm gonna shut up
1: And I'm going to shut up in just a minute, but I do want to say a few words about this version of the piece you're about to hear. The main thing we did after hearing Todd's notes was add more percussion to make the middle section a little more active. He said it felt like it slowed down in this spot, and even though the tempo stays the same, he was right that it lost momentum and felt kind of lacking in comparison to the thick texture of the surrounding A sections. So we filled it in a little bit to make it more full and exciting. I also re-recorded the ukulele part, all the winds, and added a couple guitar tracks. Since Todd heard this last, Dave recorded the bass part and created a much more convincing and realistic sounding drum track. I also did hours and hours and hours of editing and mixing to get all these detailed parts balanced and sounding good. That's why this episode is coming out in December, and not November. Sorry. Enjoy the walk around. <laughs>
0: know what I'm gonna do with it. All right, <laughs> thank you. It's so fun. It's such a happy. It's such a like a mixture of like everything I asked for, seriously, and it's also got like that Tonight Show or Col- Colbert or Conan. It was a homage to sort of all of them, and like a like you know what I mean, like a like yeah, totally. you get a taste of that that genre of type of song that they're all going for, you know. But it was its own thing, and. And, I, and it's such an easy... The, by the way, my input is minimal. Uh, but I'll tell you what I want to use it for. I go, you know what? I always wanted to walk through the crowd. They never do it. And people like it. So, I'm, you know, like people like when you come into the of crowd. Course. I go, why don't they do a yeah. bit like that? And I, and I want to use a corded mic and have somebody chase me with the cord, like the old days where they had a cord guy in the audience. You know, there's, <laughs> something, there's something just so fun about that. It's called a microphone wrangler. And I go, I, always, I literally said this. I go, I want to turn to whoever my keyboard guy is and go hey, John, give me something to walk through the crowd with. And that music is so happy, shaking people's hands, talking to them, shaking other people's hands. So it's just got this... It, it also could be easily used as uh, walk-on walk music, too. Uh, and then especially, I picture that right away. You know, when a drummer plays along to that live, it's going to be oh, fucking for sure. unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, and they, they don't even have to learn it sometimes. Like, they, they get better at it. This one is the type of song I would send him because you don't want to fuck up the, 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 the stops, stops and the starts. Yeah, yeah. But, but when you when you do stops and starts like that, then you have a live drummer along with it. It just triples them, you know? Now it's like... Dun, 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 dun. So, I fucking love it. I mean, I really do. And the only Great. thing, again, I'm sort of glad you reminded me, otherwise this would just be a song I would I hope I'm right on this. Once it picks up, I figure if there's a point where it's slower to maybe take that out and just keep the moment. Does that make sense? Like there's a point in the middle where it goes, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, bigger, bigger. And then it sort of takes it. It slows down a little. It it doesn't slow
1: down. Actually, it goes into like a minor key. That's what happens there. So it gets kind of like mysterious sounding there. That was the part where I was saying like, yeah, we could easily just take that out and shorten it up and yeah, just keep the, the exciting first, part.
0: Like, you know, the, I think it must be like the first 60, 70 seconds, you know, it, it just starts out great. And then it gets, it feels like you, it just gets a little faster and bebopier. Mm-hmm. So, but that's great. Like that's, that's a fun, you know, sometimes I get a new piece of music like that and it makes me want to like do a show you know. like the music the music makes me want to do stand-up you know because i can't wait to use it thank you that was great
1: awesome great great glad you like it yeah no
0: i really liked it and i don't even know like i mean it was just like yeah it was really it was really good that would just be it you know
1: sweet do you have um any idea for a title i didn't think of any kind of titles for that any any thoughts
0: the uh the walk around the crowd song,
1: <laughs> the walk around. How about the walk around? The walk around?
0: around. That's pretty good. This All song's right. called the walk around. The minute you hear it, you'll know why we titled that. John. <laughs> nice.
1: I like it. I'm gonna write that down. Nah, it's Wayne Newton in the middle we'll of
0: the show. It. He turns to the band. He goes, "Play something." <laughs> now you know they know what to play, but
1: just yeah. play something. That's great. All right, you want to do a bit? Do I want to do a bit? Yeah, you want to do a bit. I'm a bit machine. All right, here's the bit. You're going to um throw out an adjective or a feeling or an emotion and Dave or I or both of us separately will try to play that emotion or adjective and you'll see if we accomplish it. And then Okay. And then we'll think of one and try to play it and see if you can guess.
0: Wow. It's a,
1: Oh, yours is a,
0: an emotion that is a real emotion, happy, sad. You don't make them up. It could be
1: anything, and I'll I try gonna, to play you know, anything. You could play. You could say constipated, and I'd try to play it. But if I'm gonna have to, you're gonna have to. It's easier for you. Absolutely, yes.
0: Because I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna. You have to make them up, so you can for make sure. it up whatever you mean. But if you do that to me, I, so yours have to be real emotion.
1: I have to be. I have to be really good at conveying my constipation if that's what I'm gonna choose. Yes.
0: Oh, I don't mind constipation. That's a real one. But you can't go floop the noodle and go, oh, for, no, that's no, no. called a floop-de-noodle. Well, that's not, not a real thing. How am I going to guess it? Correct, yes. Uh, I'm ready. I'm all ready. Let me uh, right. even do take you a little guess fresh first? air here.
1: Do you want to guess first, or do you want to give us a little... I wor- want to give you first? some first. All right. You want Dave to try one first or me? You uh, flip a coin.
0: Pick a number between one and five. Whoever gets closest gets to go on first. Five.
1: Ah, two. So he goes first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Dave, I guess you can pick your instrument. Okay. Uh, I'm going to choose flute
5: for mine. I'll start with piano because it's right Oh,
1: here. you're going to play it on an instrument? Of
0: course.
5: Oh, I we're thought you were going to just here. say. We're real musicians here. I thought you were going to act here.
0: sad. Like you were just going to go like, uh, oh, I'm, I'm sad. sad. Okay, great. Great. great, no, great. You
5: the instrument. This is
0: fun. Piano. See, if you were in the band, um, we could do this in front of the audience and they would love this. <laughs>
5: improv games. We've we've done mm-hmm. those shows before. Here we yeah, go. we've done these you're at right. live shows before. <laughs> Alright, um, right, so starting off where you're providing the word for me, is that what we're doing?
0: Yes. Can, oh, it okay. can only be one word?
5: Uh, no, no, whatever you want. I
0: will, I will follow uh, your
5: position.
0: So I'm going to say, since, what, what instrument are you on? Right now, the piano. Now, if, if you were on the flute, I wouldn't ask you this, because then it would, I don't think it would be hard, but I want to hear... Uh, silly.
5: <laughs> oh, actually, I have different sounds at my disposal too. Let's.
0: No sound effects. I'm no, kidding. Uh... All of a sudden, I'm making rules that don't <laughs> exist. No sound effects. The, the judges are convening right now.
5: Oh, there we go. Silly. Hmm. <laughs>
1: I would say I give you... Oh, I'm not judging. Well, why um, don't we do this? No, let, well, let's make it a competition. Why I think, not? I think I could be sillier. Uh, oh, so. okay. Okay. But then I feel bad. I don't want to turn it in. <laughs> all right. It'll 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 all be in good fun. You don't have is to Is it judge, for but... a charity? Is it for a charity? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Charity is oh, going to okay. get $100,000 after this.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Competition. Uh... Hey, Dave, you did a great job, and uh, we appreciate it. The judges have voted, uh, but now you're going to hear Silly. Here we go. Well, Dave, pack your fucking bags. You're going home, (laughs) (laughs) fuckface. You never see a reality show where they're that aggressive with the uh, with the person winning. Hey, I guess you're not such a good singer. Adios, <laughs> fuckface. I think they're both beautiful, and let's not be judging music. But um <clears throat> um uh, a flutskay a uh, brutsky. Um okay. All right. Why don't you um, why don't you
1: give us one more? We'll each do that, and then we'll then we'll see if you can guess one.
0: Okay. Um, I'm gonna say. Looney bin, Looney bin. Oh, that's the same as silly. It's pretty I'm close. Sorry. It's just silly to Patri- the extreme. A uh, patriotic, patriotic. <laughs> but not a hit. Patriotic is that? Is that not one? No, that's no. not an emotion. That's not an emotion. Hold on. I a don't depressed. think it's an.
1: I don't think it's an emotion I can convey at the moment.
0: Yeah, and I don't want <laughs> exactly. to do depressed because who needs to hear depressing music right now with what's going on? They don't need to tune in to hear a depressing song so i'm gonna say don't give up on me i'm gonna come up with a good one i'm gonna say trepidatious
5: oh okay can
1: Uh, i go first this time yes you may
3: (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's great. You know what's sort of cool about watching you do that. You 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 know that's what happens in movies. But when you watch someone playing, you're like, like if somebody was if you were scoring a movie, they would sit with you right in like a booth and they'd go, "Give me something like trepidatious." They'd be happy with that.
1: Thanks. Yep. Right, Dave, uh,
0: and Dave. Um, Dave, are you ready? Um, How many instruments do you play, Dave?
5: Um, I primarily guitar, bass, piano, drums that's
1: the wow and what about you sean i'm primarily a woodwind player flute clarinet saxophone oh shut the Um, fuck up sax
0: oh you gotta be in the band in philly (laughs) please don't let me down okay (laughs) there's no pay no, um, <laughs> um, there
1: but I also I also play guitar, bass and drums and ukulele, but I'm not the good at sax.
0: Them. I need horns. People love horns. It puts them in a good mood. They can't deny it's going to be a good show when there's someone wailing away with a saxophone in their face That's to right. a song they know and like. But now it's lead saxophone. It grabs them by the throat and it goes, yeah, this fucking show is going to be great. And fuck faces.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. Let's hear
5: your trepidatious
1: bass. Trepidatious. Track, Dave.
5: It's coming through yep yep okay beautiful all right i was worried the system might not work <laughs>
0: A+. plus.
5: <laughs> oh, a+. Plus. Oh,
0: nice. It's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. You know, what I was doing was just picturing, like, an animated series. And, like, I was picturing for years a cat walking across a really tight fence and just sort of going nice and slow, but a little scared. <laughs> totally. so that's what that yeah. marijuana will do to Let's you. See that. Okay, now I'm going to guess.
1: Yeah, now i got to think of a word that's... Hard enough to be interesting and easy enough to be. All right, I'll, I'll start with. Uh, okay, Here, here's my first one. Okay.
0: Have you, have you played this with anybody before? No. Well,
1: uh, no, not, not guessing. Not guessing. That was, I, I gave okay, you a kind good, of Okay, good, good,
0: good. Well, it takes the pressure off, because if you said yes, I would have been like, do they guess it? If you would have been like, sometimes, but okay, uh, no pressure at all. I'm, that, can you play it one more time? Nope. I, I, I literally can't, because I don't remember what I played, but I can play something good, similar. Good, good. I'm going to... At first, I was ready to say, but then I realized it's, a, it's an emotion... But I was thinking like a journey, like like you're going on this journey somewhere. But I, I don't know.
1: What was it? Just relaxed. 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 Just kind There's of chill. so many I emotions. Guess maybe chill is a better like, word. I could
3: have
0: once I could've, you could've hear it, you're better. like. Once you hear it, it's not like I can't go. Oh yeah, that could be relaxed. But you just don't. It also could have been mellow or sad. For sure. Or, yeah. Um, I, I feel, why do I? It's like not like, I, I hope I don't come off as like, hey, hey that, was, that was harder than you think. No, no, I know that I knew that it was going to be a hard game, but I hope it'll be fun either way. It's uh, still fun to play because you know why it, it, it raises the stakes. Therefore, if you're right, you're like, shut the fuck up. And the, the, Adrenaline that's gets going, just hoping you'll guess. It's all fun. It's all maybe.
1: Fun. Maybe we should have done multiple choice. Why don't you give us two or three, oh, and then no, we'll no, play no. one of those. You guess that. Oh, I like that. Yeah.
0: Okay, you ready? Yeah. Sad, but chipper. I'm kidding. Try to. <laughs> sad but uh stupid no bittersweet uh, okay here we go <laughs> angry
5: but uh, with joy
0: <laughs> st- yeah stupid stupid music it's just like a stupid guy walking down the street okay or uh ecstatic okay ecstatic uh happy guy walking dumb guy walking down the street ecstatic or um uh, <laughs> by the way, I don't mind guessing. It's fun to guess. Yeah. On things that don't, I'm not guessing. I'm really just thinking of things. For me, it's like
1: guessing. Uh, anyway,
0: I'm just stalling now. All right, All right, well, I try to make All right. Let's just
1: go between those two then. Okay. It's either a dumb guy walking down the street or ecstatic, right?
0: Yeah, because you know what? You could get those, they're, they're distinct. They're two completely different things, but
1: you could get them confused. hmm Right. If yeah. you fuck up. Hey, just, do you want to try jump. this
5: one, or do you want me to do it? Um, no, nah, you you go for it. I feel like right. students, I walking down the street is just too easy on the base.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ecstatic, ecstatic absolutely and ding, ding, just for ding, my ding, own ding, joy ding, ding. can you do dumb guy walking down the street just for my own joy I'm, I'm... <laughs> dave can you do dumb guy walking down the street because yeah, <laughs> i think i know what you're gonna do and i love it already you just dumb do guy walking down the street <laughs> Just off to be dumb somewhere. <laughs> Just off to go vote for Trump. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I um, hey, guys, that was a lot of fun.
1: And speaking of fun, we've got time for one last little Scott cover before we wrap up today. I showed this one a little more reverence than the other covers you heard on this episode. I orchestrated it more intricately, and I put more time into the production of this one because it was written by Mr. Rogers, who I really admire. And I knew I was going to want to release it to a wider audience as well. I called in a favor from my amazing drummer friend, Zach Van Wy to play on it. Dave wrote and recorded the bass part, and I did the winds, guitars, percussion, and vocals. Now, Todd currently uses a different cover of this song to end all his podcast episodes, but I figured maybe now that he's reminded this one exists, he'll want to use it occasionally instead of that old, dusty, slow-ass Chris Varen version. (coughs) Just kidding. I'm actually a fan of Chris's, and I like his version too. But I think it's undeniable that mine has a higher level of energy. This is my Scott Punk version of It's You I Like by Fred Rogers. It's you I like. It's not the things you wear. It's not the
4: way you do your hair. But you I like. The way you are right now. The way down deep inside you. Not the things that hide you. Not just beside you. But it's you I like. Every part of you. Your skin, your eyes, your feelings. When they're old for you, I hope that you remember. Even when you're feeling blue, that it's you I like. Just you yourself. It's you.
1: Now, I'm sorry. I've got to ask you one last short you're question. Fine. You're fine. You're fine. Okay, you're great. fine. You're fine. Because I looked at your IMDb today because I was saying, you know, who the fuck is this Todd Glass guy like you were talking about in <laughs> the intro? Not really. But um, I, wanted to make, I wanted to make sure that I didn't, like, miss anything. And I can't believe I missed the fact that you were on an episode of Friends. That's yeah, like, you
0: know, I, was- it was... Uh, It was uh, like a Vegas episode. It's on an Mm -hmm. airplane.
1: Yeah, I watched the clip today.
0: (laughs) It was uh, it was. um, He one of the actors came to the uh, show at at Largo and uh, and um, Matthew Perry was he and he used to always check out shows there. And he goes, you know, we just had a guy drop out tomorrow and it's a little role. And I should tell you, like, once they use you in a little role, they won't use you again in a bigger role. They don't reuse actors. Some shows do a little. They don't think people notice. And yeah, but I I was like, hey, I'm not going to get it. I get so nervous at auditions. I I very rarely get auditions, you know, when I used to have to go in and read for parts because I just get too nervous, you know. So I thought, well, I'm not going to get on the show anyway. So I may as well. uh, (laughs) I'll just take this. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll I'll take this, you know. And,
1: uh, and that's, and that was that. Great. So anyway, yeah, um, very cool. All right. That uh, that was, that was all I had on my Can list, you edit out much. that
0: last story? It was really a real snores festival for me there. Uh, <laughs> sure. I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm going to go outside and get, and cry. <laughs> that
1: was, that was mostly for me. I was just curious. Friends is like my comfort food. Like I grew up with that. It was my favorite shows. So we just, yeah,
0: there's certain shows, isn't it? like it really does say a lot when the show that's for you literally within three seconds, you will be, you know, just comfort. You, you, you know, there's other shows you like, but it might take a little while. There's a build. There's an area you like, but certain shows just comfort television. It's just so quick. And, and uh, you know, anyway,
1: all right. All right. Well, great. Thanks for telling that story. I'm not going to cut it out. Oh no, cut
0: this out too. (laughs) Cut everything out. (laughs)
1: i'm only gonna keep the when you were singing fly me to the moon
0: oh <laughs>
1: <laughs> cut everything but that
0: can you imagine i like i send people like hey listen i was on uh you know sean and dave make music my friend goes todd all you did was sing fly me to the moon and they made fun of you for 45 minutes <laughs> <laughs> those fucks
1: <laughs> we won't do you all dirty right, guys. like that todd. Uh, thank, thank you, you.
0: Um, that was really enjoyable. I was really, that was, a, that was really pleasant for me and to do. It was really, really, I was, it was something, you know, with the pandemic, it's true. It's like, you're, it's like going somewhere different. And I felt like I just went somewhere different. So thank you. That was a lot Great. of fun. You're
1: welcome. Thank you so much. We really All appreciate right. it. And I'll let you know when it drops and I'll send you that track. So you'll have it. Okay. And...
0: Sounds good. All right. Take All care. Right, bye. Thanks. Now here's the fun part where you, you know, you try to turn <laughs> off your phone. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much for listening to Sean and Dave make music today. And thanks again to Todd for stepping out of his comfort zone and going on this journey with us. If you'd like what you heard from him on this episode, you can find so much more of his material on his website, toddglass.com and on YouTube. He's really prolific. His podcast, The Todd Glass Show, has almost 500 episodes out at this point, and he's done guest spots on a ton of other podcasts and shows, including Jimmy Kimmel Live, Conan, The Daily Show, The Sarah Silverman Program, WTF with Mark Marin, the Joe Rogan experience, and a whole lot more. If you liked what you heard from us this episode, please, please, please let us know somehow. Leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app, like us on Facebook, or send us an email at Sean and Music at gmail.com. You've got to spell out the and. Also, Dave and I both have a few openings in our private teaching schedules, so if you're interested in trying some fun virtual music lessons, reach out to us at the emails listed in the episode notes. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.
2: Well, well, well. The time has come. This is Todd Glass, of course. Well, of course, you just listened to the show. I figured you knew that. And uh, you've been listening to Sean and Dave Make Music. Oh by the way guys put a little betting music in here. Very soft in the background. Just a little soft. Let me see. Did you perfect. Why isn't it it's it's Sean and Dave or Dave and Sean? I wonder if that's a subject of contention. I guess it's whoever is telling you about the show. So it was a lot of fun, wasn't it, Fuck Faces? It's real different, isn't it? Well I had a great time doing it. I hope you had a good time listening to it. it sounds desperate. I hope you had fun listening to it. Have a nice day, go out, and uh, do something nice. Even if it's the simplest thing in the world, you'll feel so good. For me, what was my nice thing? They called me and asked me to make a bumper for the show in the middle of my day that was already busy, and that's what I'm doing. I'm making this that you're hearing right now. So all good things and fun things must come to an end. Until next week, guys, why don't you drop in a little jingle right here that'll say, the show is over, right? there.